Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am Jay Lucas, the Evil Lawyer, and across from me is my co-host Jason Holloway. How you doing today, Jason? I'm doing just fine. And we've got a special guest today, Ricardo. Say hi to everybody. How you doing, guys? My name is Ricardo. And Ricardo is here as our expert on what happens when your country turns socialism. He's from Venezuela. The reason we're talking about this is because recent polls have found that the kids who are going to be leading our nation over the next 40 or so years are a bunch of friggin' socialists. Or at least that's what they've been taught. Well, that's what they've been taught. They've been in or government schools. Indoctrinated is probably more like They've been in government indoctrination. I mean, schools where they've uh, been, you know, searched without warrant, passed through metal detectors, given revisionist history, and as a result, 70% of millennials and Gen Zers, Gen Zers are the 97 to 2012, and uh, millennials are those shits between 81 and 96, 70% said they would be likely to vote for a socialist 20% 20% said they would be extremely likely to back socialism. And the reason why this is horrifying is what we're going to talk about later when uh, Ricardo talks about uh, what happened in Venezuela. He was there, people. So uh, you got to listen to this. Now, these people, the millennials and Gen Zers, are expected to make up 37% of the electorate in 2020. So I'm Gen X. Jason, you're Gen X, right? Correct. You're Gen X, I guess. So all you Gen Xers like us, get out and vote. you got to cancel out the votes of these young punks who haven't figured it out yet. And there's an old saying that if you're not a liberal when you're 20, you have no heart. And if you're not a conservative when you're 30, you have no brain. Apparently that saying should be amended to be maybe instead of 30, like what, 50? Because these guys aren't, they're just not getting it. Well, I mean, the the main problem is is that they've been promised, you know, you get socialism is great because it's a redistribution of somebody else's wealth until you run out of somebody else's money. Well, and, and that's what Margaret Thatcher said. Margaret Thatcher said socialism works until we run out of other people's money. And if, if you took revisionist history in a government school, you probably don't know who Ma- Margaret Thatcher is, but she was the prime minister of England during their great socialist experiment where they almost slid completely off the rails and um, managed to pull it together somewhat. Now, we're going to talk about what socialism did to Venezuela. Venezuela, Ricardo, am I right that before uh, socialism, Venezuela was the wealthiest country in South America, correct? Yeah, definitely. Capitalist 100%. Like. And, and it all kind of came to a head about, what, 1999? When Chavez came in into power, pretty much, he came straight forward. I mean, he was formed by Fidel Castro. Right. You know who's Fidel Castro. Right? Yeah, of course. This Cuban. Well, he, he, he died already. But, Cuban dictator. Yeah, but mean. But anyways, um, he saw on Hugo Rafael Chavez the left, the left hand, the huge left hand. And uh, he was the one who created this person. Plus, what we were talking before, the witchcraft, the brujeria stuff. Yeah, and that was that's fascinating. And, and, and let's let's kind of – I'm going to just run through sort of the, the history as, as I found it on, on the Internet, basically. Okay. And, and then we can talk about the reality. I mean, from my, my research was that basically when Chavez ran for the presidency, he downplay, downplayed his 
his radicalism, he kind of lied to the people and said that he was he was a socialist, but kind of a kinder, gentler sort of socialist. And then once he actually got into office, his first mission was to rewrite the Constitution of Venezuela. Is yeah. that is that pretty accurate? It is. It is pretty accurate. That's the that's the clean version of the bad stuff. You know? Right. It definitely is. <laughs> and, 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 and you know, and I'm just kind of trying to give an overview, and then we're going to talk about the bad stuff. Now, where this interests me is that our left is claiming that our constitution is outmoded, written by a bunch of racists 250 years ago, and but needs a, to be. But it's a live, living, breathing document. Well, and that's such a load of bullshit. But and it needs to be rewritten because it's not intended to cover all this equality. And you know, the, the problem is we started out with basic equality. All men are created equal. But that's not the kind of equality the left wants. The left wants to take from everybody who has and redistrib- redistribute it t- so that everyone is at an equal level of shitty life. Well, I mean, you can go down the rabbit hole with hate crimes after that. If you kill another person, it doesn't matter what their orientation is, you still killed another person. It doesn't make that and? crime any... Yeah, exactly. No. Somehow it's worse if all of a sudden you add different caveats to it. Yeah, yeah. and that's there's not a whole lot of love crimes. Right. You know, as far as I know. Um, well, there's a few, but they're usually... Uh, consenting adults at and the involve safe words and a few other things at the super pretty beauty happy fun time massage spa. That's right, you know. But so anyway, back to back to Chavez. He rewrote the Constitution and added a bunch of things in there, like free health care, college, and a whole bunch of social justice BS. Right. I mean, the new conti- the the new Constitution, of course, it, it, it is a new project based in the in the in the last Constitution. Okay. And in Venezuela, I had a lot of uh, lawyers, friends, friends lawyers, and mm-hmm. they actually told me that the, the new constitution is one, of, is one of the best writing constitutions com- compared to the other constitutions in the world, which maybe is true because it's new. You know? never trust a lawyer. Well, but at the same time, you need people need to be extremely careful with the team of people that put the Constitution together. Now, this is where it gets really interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, we were talking earlier, when you brought up uh, the witchcraft angle, I was like, what? Just For like, real? You know? Yes, and uh, so let's talk about that. You were talking about it earlier, and, I'm, and it's fascinating, um, especially when you consider some of the allegations made against some of our politicians regarding um, devil worship and that kind of thing. So let's talk about that, what you were telling me earlier. Yeah, it's impressed because just realize how many hours and how many, how much money these people invest in traveling or, or bring or, or bring in brujos, witchcrafters from Cuba, Africa, whatever. Now, brujo, for people that weren't party to their earlier conversation we had off mic, is... Let's call it a, a witch or a witch doctor. Yeah. It, it's somebody that people that practice Santeria or um, Valeria. They also Valeria. I think it comes from Africa. Some kind of stuff like that. Basically, that's what we would call in America a witchcraft. Yeah, pretty much. So, well, the, these people bring the witchcrafter from 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 different countries. 
to the to the main palace. Let's call the main palace here the White House. Okay. Okay. And if you go to the to to the Venezuelan White House, you can uh, you can actually in the corners find um, statues and uh, homages to works. Yeah, you know, works. works done from these people to. So, like when you're in New Orleans and you find, like, if you go to a cemetery, there'll be like a little figure with a bunch of candles around it and all that. Is that that's that's kinda, a perfect example. That's what you're talking about. Related, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's Offerings. it's kind of related. Yeah, Offerings. we have these people in Louisiana and New Orleans. They like to do this stuff a lot. Right. But um, going back to Venezuela, um, so the witchcraft part was was a huge deal for for him for Hugo Chavez. He he grew up into that society, and also he before take any big decisions, he also he always counsel to his head uh, bruja. Okay. So that would be the head witchcraft advisor, like your head doctor. Okay. For those who have a head doctor. All right. <laughs> all right. So that that. All right, so that yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, and also uh, the history tell that she told him, "Hey, you're gonna die in your sixties. You're gonna be the president of of Venezuela. You're gonna stay there for a little bit." He told him a lot of accurate stuff, like I don't practice, but I don't want to say that I don't believe in that stuff because <laughs> definitely. Well, out there the flying. the proof is the proof is in the pudding. I mean, if you can't help. But see, you know the reality of, of the situation. I well, mean, it, it doesn't matter whether you practice or not. Yeah, definitely. Uh, as a practicing Christian, I can say that you know I walk in the light, but there is a dark side, and people that get into it, you, you can't say they don't get some kind of results. I mean, we I hate to take this in a total like theological area, but we do live in a fallen world, and demons and the devil do walk the earth. So and yeah. they prey on the the susceptible. That's a perfect example. That yeah. People. So, well, um, basically, Hugo Chavez, they still in the power. I mean, it's not done yet. Right. I mean, right, right now, he has his legacy, which is Maduro. And Chavez was bad. Chavez was terrible. But Maduro, man, he's the cherry of the cake. So, so you're saying Maduro is a lot worse even than Chavez. Man, in Venezuela right now, the people is dying. Of, yeah, they're starving. Of, yeah, they're, they're, they're digging through starving. trash to get something to eat. Well, under Chavez, the average Venezuelan lost 24 pounds, and now the average Venezuelan is starving. So We have a bunch of crop feeders down there. Everybody's skinny. I mean, it's funny. It's sad, but it's funny. Oh, I mean, you know, I mean, they're, they're over there, you know, hunting down the pigeons. Well, you know, and I mean, eating mangoes, that's the solution. No, for real, man. I mean, that's the solution for a lot of people. We have a lot of mango trees down there. And they just go climb a tree and boom, launch mango. So know? the government hasn't seized that yet. I mean, they did. <laughs> they, they, they have seized the farms. They just, seized the stores. Yeah. Just, just that's, part, that's part of the socialist, but extreme socialist. It's, right. it's, it's when the idea go to communist, which is, we go back to the conversation, uh, it's the Fidel Castro dream, or it used to be the Fidel Castro dream, you know, like, all right, let's speak this huge socialism, let's build this big, huge socialism stuff, and let's win a bunch of countries. Why do you think people keep trying it when it's never worked? It didn't work, and it doesn't work in North Korea, it doesn't work in Cuba, it doesn't work in Venezuela, it didn't work in the Soviet Union. China has a weird blend of capitalism that seems to kind of keep them afloat somehow or another. But why do you think that people keep falling? Do you think it's the influence of these brujas or, or, or what? I'm going to say it 
pretty easy and loud. Greed. 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 And that's what uh, that's that's another thing that I, I in my research, Venezuela is a very oil rich country, and oil, while food production fell seventy five percent in two decades. Yes, sir. Oil production went up tenfold, so that's a thousand times oil production increased. Where did all the money go? Well, <laughs> right there, right there, there is a right. That's not accurate in one point. The oil business in Venezuela right now is in the worst point ever. Even it's worse. It's throwing bad numbers. It's it's throwing. No, I'm sorry. Let me fix this a little bit. Is throwing worse number compared to when they begin the oil industry okay. back in the 60s. But for a while, wasn't it very good? Hey, for a while, Venezuela with, with, with Chavez in the power was okay. You so know, where uh, did all the money go during when Chavez was in power and all the oil was money was rolling in? Where did it go? They stole all the money. Just imagine that you have Trump mm-hmm. and you have around Trump 200 people, close people. Right. Trump and those 200 people, I don't want to say the word, but Chavez, let's say that word. Chavez, boom, stole all that money and all the people around him. You know, that, right. That's so they I, all got wealthy and everybody else gets to eat mangoes. But but just, but, but, but just imagine how wealthy. We're talking about that that person was able to buy a $4 million jet. Do you know how much money take a monthly basis to maintain a $4 million jet? Actually, uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> it's a lot. It's extreme. But we're money. talking hundreds of billions of dollars being distributed yeah. among his, his circle of, of friends. Now, were they all into this same like witchcraft stuff? Was the, the whole government into it that? Was, it was like a tendency, like a trending topic back in the back in the Venezuelan palace. Like, okay, hey, Chavez is doing stuff. He... We worked for him. Get so if you work, for, so you work for him, you play on that team, basically. You have to. You yeah. have to. Definitely. Otherwise, you're not going to work for him very long. Well, and I'm trying to draw parallels between what what has happened in your country and what you went through, and what people are trying to bring about in this country. And um, Chavez. When he rewrote the Constitution, the Venezuelan Supreme Court kept knocking it down, according to my my information. And in 2004, he changed the law and stacked the Supreme Court, so all he had were his guys in the Supreme Court. And after that, um, once he had the courts and the legislature, he went full force on all of his socialist policies and everything else. Yeah, he didn't give a F about was in front of him just like a big huge machine right with a bunch of money throwing money left and right buying you know um, ideas or or selling the idea just hey you need to do this boom money go you know well and, and then I, I guess once he got all that done that's when he started the attacks on private property started taking away people's businesses and the farms and such we we call that in Venezuela Expropriation. Expro. Expropriation. It means when you take something for somebody for for legal reason. You know, I mean. Right. So expropriation is what we would call it here confiscation, yeah. basically. Confiscation. Not confiscation. Expropriation. I think that was always a a, a tendency for the government 
okay. uh, to yeah to take stuff from the private uh, people. Uh, the expropriation have this legal part where the part who is confiscating or taking away, mm-hmm. they need to pay you. Right. Okay. That was the deal. I mean, a lot of people never got paid or or or, or just no straight took it. Yeah, just or just no representative money amount, you know, for the for the visas that was taken away. So is that why do you think that had something to do with so all this all this real money is coming in to the, from the oil from the oil production back during this time. So they, there's real money coming in. It's being stolen by Chavez and his his minions or his cronies. his cabinet cronies, whatever you want to call them. And in the same time, Venezuela's central bank is printing and printing and printing all of this worthless money, and they're using this worthless money for the expropriation of the people that actually got paid. They got paid with worthless money. Is that, is that kind of accurate, or am I am I wrong here? It is accurate, and the and the money paper the money paper situation was huge in Venezuela. That was a huge deal because. The inflation was it still is. eating. Well, the, still the hyperinflation, the where inflation was so bad that the mo- the country was running out of paper. <laughs> they ran out, out of, of paper, money. <laughs> out of paper money. You know. Yeah. And they were always trying to improve the electronic transaction. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, so they wouldn't have to print. Exactly. But what happened in in Venezuela is so neglected on every corner that even the internet is bad. But it's bad for one reason. It's bad for you don't being able to do a podcast. Okay. It's bad for you to don't be to don't being able to load a video on YouTube that is going to show the reality. Because they right. don't want that to get out. Because they don't so, want anybody to know what's really going on. But I mean, now the whole world knows. But unfortunately, for for our country and your country now, unfortunately, uh, we have the same thing. Only it's not the government. That's telling me I can't promote my podcast. It's Facebook. Facebook says, "Well, if you're not on the left, we're not going to let you promote." Or Twitter, you know, we're going to cancel your account because we don't like what you say. So it's not the government, but it might as well be because it's still shutting people up. I mean, okay, guys, left and right, guy, guy is a little crazy, but Alex Jones. Right. And I hate to bring him up, but he's a prime example of somebody who's had all of his social media platforms shut down because they don't like what he's saying. Now, I don't like everything he says. Some of it I'm like, are you for real? You actually okay. believe that? But well, the guy the guy's a, a little bit of a nut. I mean, but he has his he has a right to to talk. So now we have institutions that are acting like a totalitarian government even though they're not governmental. They're doing the same thing. So the end result is all people hear is the leftist propaganda. They don't hear the other side of it. And I've told, I've got some leftist friends. You know, I'll admit it. I got a couple of leftist friends, just a couple. And I, I've told them, I will watch MSNBC for a week if you will watch Fox for a week. And I don't think Fox is, Fox has kind of gone left a little bit in my opinion. But I'm like, you want to get both sides of it, I will suffer through watching your side of it for a week if you'll watch my side of it. So maybe you can make an intelligent decision instead of just <laughs> nah, parroting. And you know never, what? They, never, won't, never they won't do it. They no, won't do it. Never happened. Which is great because now I don't have to watch MSNBC, God. which I would probably require you know, morphine. 
or mine something. Too, my, mine numbing and soul crushing isn't even close. Yeah, I see. Um, I mean, I these these people, these generations, this generation that you're saying that they have this socialist mentalist. I mean, they do, just do they remind you of the generation that brought about all this change in Venezuela? No, no. The people was tired in Venezuela from from the corruption. The corruption prior Chavez that was big enough already. Um, Venezuela was pretty well divided back in mm -hmm. the days, like wealthy people and no money people. Okay, so it's it, not not like in America where our poor people have plasma TVs and cell yeah. phones and cars, but you're talking about third world country level poor. Yeah, and Dirt and, and Chavez came with this honey talk and man he was a perfect communicator this right guy. i mean but but he had uh, supernatural but, help super exactly i mean he go talks to the people and people turn around to see what is going on who is this guy right. enamored about. yeah so and, and he won with 81 percent of the votes and right. everybody went out to vote everybody went out and he won 81 percent that's like uh that's higher than reagan yeah, that and also makes you 84. wonder uh, who's counting said votes as well. Yeah, Dude, uh -oh. before, I mean, that was when he won the first time, it was a normal, you know, uh, how how you call that? A institution. Okay. It was a normal institution who count the votes. When he won and when he changed the constitution, that people changed to the CNE. Okay, that that's the new people. It's called CNE. And of course, there was a, a whole machinaria built by them, mm -hmm. and from that point, they keep winning. And so he was won. guaranteed. He, he yeah. was a he was de facto he was a de facto dictator at the, this point. No, hey, and it's open right now. It's right. open, you know. And when I say that it's open, that they say that hey, this is a dictatorship. This is what is yeah. happening. Yeah. And I was I, I was listening to this comic guy. He's a comedian from Venezuela. But he's a left, he's a left hand. The, the family is, is left-siders. Mm -hmm. And he said that it was normal on the dining table when they were talking about his ideas to talk about dictatorship. It needs to happen. If you want to, if you are from the left side and you want to keep your idea going, you're going to put the dictatorship yeah. to don't let the right hand come to the power again. Well, that's the old, the old saying of you can vote your way into socialism, but you have to shoot, shoot your, your way, way out. And... You know, so socialism and communism really can't last without a totalitarian government, a dictatorship, or or what have, or a monarchy, or what have you, because people figure out once they've got one foot in, this isn't going to work, and they they and they want out. You know, I mean, what about um, the potential for revolution? Did he disarm the population when he was in office? It's about it's it's money, it's pretty yeah. much money. People people is hurt, people is hurt, and they need to keep the time busy looking how to you know how to keep survive, how to survive, pretty much. So it's it's a it's a whole setup. It's a whole setup. The light in Venezuela, the light, the electricity, you know, it goes out so many times per week, per month, even per day. That never happened in this country. Right. Only if you don't pay your. Well, light in bill. California. <laughs> but but you know they have they have a lot of problems <laughs> so so just imagine that you keep your they cut your life for four hours then you have no money to buy food then you have no money to buy medicine what are you gonna be doing the whole freaking day 
looking how to survive. Right. So, so you know, um, and besides that, the right-handers, I mean, they try their best to kick these people out. And, and in, in the late years, I think that they, they've been trying. But at the same time, a lot of minds have been corrupted from inside the, the right-hand people. Right. So every time that they are close to do something... So what about what about the you know when you see like in America when you see the 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 revisionist history and the way kids are taught now that socialism is good and communism is good and all that when you see that going on here did, did they do that kind of indoctrination before this whole thing happened in Venezuela were people like just taught that uh, this is a good thing or was it more of a desperation because of all the corruption yeah i know definitely was a desperation boat what was a desperate boat okay yeah definitely so that's 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 different than our situation where uh, we've got corruption in america but basically i think our problem is cradle to cradle to voting age indoctrination well, and, and, and I've said this before in the last show that we did, is that it's a whole lot easier to take away your rights when you aren't taught what they are. When you don't know what they are. Yeah, yeah. You, they, they don't teach them in school anymore. So, I mean, why would you know what, you know, what freedom assembly is and, uh, you, you know, the freedom of speech? And you well, know, if the you reason are... why you have a Second Amendment, it was right after the first because they knew, you know, pretty much – the Second Amendment is the big brother to all the other amendments. Well, Without you, it, the re- everything else goes if away. If you don't have the second, it's easy to take away the first. You know, and that's, you know, Hitler, when he came to power, he disarmed the populace. Uh, Mao disarmed the populace. Stalin disarmed the populace. Uh, it, oh, every, those body counts are staggering. Stalin's 40 million, you know, mm. which that's the population of, of Texas. Yeah. Plus... That can be a country, pretty much. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, more or less. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you ever go back to Venezuela? Not yet. No? I have family there, but there, there, there's nothing to do there for me. Like, Yeah. I, have, I mean, mm-hmm. I love this country. This is a great country. Do you real. think there's hope for Venezuela? Do you think people yeah. will eventually be able yeah. to turn it it's around? Soon. Soon it's going to happen. Now, how long has this been going on? What, uh, 30 years? No, around 2019, 20 years already with this yeah, deal. 20 years. Yeah. So when you go to the voting booth, people, if uh, if you have a Warren or a Sanders on the ballot, before you cast that vote, I want you to imagine 20 years to turn around what they might do. And in the meantime, in that 20 years, trying to figure out the fact that I would rather wipe my ass with the money that I've got instead of buying a roll of toilet paper because of the money that I've got is actually <laughs> cheaper than buying the roll it's, of toilet it's, paper. It's, it, That's yeah. absolutely completely true, man. Yeah. That's, well, and we saw the same thing before Hitler in the German Weimar Republic after World War One, where the uh, where their paper money you get up in the morning and, and you know a, a loaf of bread would be a bucket of money, and by the afternoon it would be a wheelbarrow full a of money yes, with the hyperinflation. Yeah, um, I think that's going to wrap up uh, our talk on um, socialism and our our example of Venezuela. Uh, thanks a lot for coming and talking to us a- about man. your your home country. And, Thank you so much. Um, we're 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 glad to have you, uh, Jason. Do you have anything you'd like to add? No, that's pretty much. I think we hit it. But I think we'd, I'd like to do another segment. 
at some point and maybe dive a little bit deeper, especially there into is, some of the oh, man. There you know, is dark a arts. Lot of hours. There is a lot of hours of conversation in the Venezuelan topic that is going to open the eyes of a lot of people to understand what's the deal. I mean, every country is like a business. Right. Every country is like a business. And uh, if you have if you have a charity business, go left side. If, yeah. if, if you want a, a wealthy, not greed, wealthy, which right. is a different business, go the trusty right, you know, like... Um, with Capitalism and... Yeah. yeah. We honor. That's the word. Honor. honor. Yeah, definitely. I don't think I can say anything better than that to close out the show. So um, we're going to wrap this one up. And have an evil day.